Welcome to the Missouri Wind and Solar Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Shank, coming to you from our store in Seymour, Missouri. Each week with my co-host and Missouri Wind's General Manager, David McDerris, we discuss the latest on renewable energy. Check out our additional educational information on our website at mwands.com. Thank you for downloading this podcast, and please subscribe. Well, we worked our way through the wind turbine, and we were talking about doing that update to the batteries, but we're going to do a little bit of a sideways maneuver here. We had a request come in from one of our subscribers, and we're going to talk about that today, because the batteries is a big, <laughs> that's, yeah, a, that's a big, a big that's a big one. And I don't know, do we want to try to get, see if we can get one of our battery suppliers to even come yeah, in? Yeah, we'll probably get one of our battery reps to come back in and talk a little bit about it. See if we can get one to come in and talk. Because that was, that's, that is probably, I think that was our all-time highest downloaded yeah. and listened to podcast of all time. Anyway, we we got an email to radio at com, which is the, the podcast email. If you'd like to hear something or hear a subject we haven't covered, just shoot us an email. But we got an email, the first part of the email that we will probably talk very shortly about is the emailer asked about how we connect to the actual breaker box of the house. I guess okay. the short answer to that is we don't talk about that. Yeah, we don't <laughs> talk about that. We only go on the DC side to the inverter and at that point is switched over to AC power depending on what type of inverter you have. But and from there, we do recommend a qualified electrician to install from on the AC side of the unit. So we, we're not going to give any information to tell you how to, how to do that. It would be actually in your manuals if you want to read that. But we still highly recommend that you get a qualified electrician. And, and not even that we highly recommend it. Your local building codes yes. may require it, any Most number of will. things. And, yeah. and to tell you, now I don't know if this is a – I don't know if this is a true story or not. Crystal is again hiding in here with us. She's trying to be quiet and act like she's she's not in the room. But she may remember this story, or you may remember the story too, about a I don't know if it was a customer or not, but guy who was building a house and to to get a certificate of occupancy, they made him hook up to the grid and he didn't want to be and was very upset and did not want to be part of the grid and so after he got in the house he took an axe <laughs> and put the whack on the power coming in well the power company you know obviously they detected that there was no power came out and looked at it and and basically told him he would never be able to sell that house because they would never come out and reconnect it because of what he did. You know, he kind of done himself a, a mischief there. Now, again, don't know if that was true or not, but I do remember the story. I do you remember the story. Uh, it, it's true. It's I mean, true. <laughs> he did it. I mean, it's uh, now his his whole thing says he was never selling the house. I mean, you know, he was planning on being there. That was his final home that he was. But you know, is any anything else? Try to play nice. You know, <laughs> you know because. Even after he was gone for whatever reason, you know, it, it then it falls upon somebody else. You yeah, know? somebody else got to deal with yeah, that. So it, you just you never know. And the bottom line, bottom line, bottom line, is 
we want you to be safe. That's right. We never would want anyone to ever get hurt by any product. Or, and, and as much as our, our customer base is independent and self-reliant, a lot of these codes are in place just to make sure nobody gets hurt. Right. It's, the codes are there for, for the person that doesn't know what they're doing. Even though the, you may know what you're doing, the next person in the, in the home, if you happen to sell it or, or just any, or a friend, may get a hold of something that they shouldn't be touching. It can be very, can be very dangerous. Right. I mean, as you start to yep. mess with the higher voltages, it can be very dangerous. You know, back in the day, this, this will tell you, you know, give us our ages away is there's always some knucklehead that's sticking a penny in a, oh, a yeah. fuse, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> something, something smooth like that. Yeah. So. That, that really works real well. <laughs> It'll work. It works. Yeah. It works real well. It works real well to burn up your entire house if, uh, if, if for whatever reason it overloads, you know, fuses, breakers, they're all there for a reason, of course. And if, if you're tripping a 30 amp breaker and that's what the system was called for, yeah. you don't, don't put don't a 40 go, in. Get a, I mean, yeah, don't I know, just, the, I know the way to fix it. I got don't go put a hundred in, you know, <laughs> thinking, well, I'll just buck the system. There's a reason it's tripping. Now so. I will, I will say this from my short experience. And I know David, you've got a lot more experience than I do. One of the biggest things you need to do when you're looking at this and when you're looking at your electrician or your just your electrical professional is you want to make sure <laughs> Lucy's having her night dreams over there. She's chasing <laughs> chasing rabbits over there in her sleep. You know, the biggest thing you need to make sure, and, and we've seen this time and again, is that your your professional you're dealing with is not opposed to alternative energy because we've run into that a number of times where we've had systems sent back because the the electrical right. professional yeah, like, oh, that can't the installer work. yeah you know oh that's that's bad that's not good this is not that and, and and you know we've been doing this for 11 years now we have thousands of installations it works it works every time you do it right all these things and then we constantly get this one-off electrician that's a genius. Right, right. Uh, he's an engineer. Electrical engineer. Yep. And, you know, it can't be done. So I would just say, you know, when, you, when you're doing that is make sure you found somebody who – you don't have to find an advocate. Right. You don't have to find somebody that's – You just want to find somebody that, that, knows, that knows AC and DC. And, you know, we have – if they've called in the store and they've talked to one of our sales professionals – we're not going to sell you something that will not work for the application that you've that you've told us. So if if you have your installer saying, "Oh, it's not this is not going to work. This is this and this," we want to know his reasoning. And if all of a sudden he comes up with a reason that we look at it and say, "Okay, well you never told us that in the beginning, so we never knew to sell you something different." Then that would be a, a viable deal. But if he just says, oh, it won't work because he doesn't want to install it or doesn't feel comfortable installing it, that doesn't mean it. That doesn't mean it's not a good product and right. it will not work. Right. That just means somebody else needs to come do That's it. That's right. You need to find a new installer. So let's, let's use that as a segue into the second, second question that the, the writer sent in to us is, could you explain how we use our products to reduce the monthly electric bill? I think... You know, probably one of the the biggest components we've got just just out of the chute is 
our our measuring products. You know, currently, we're in the process. You know, we talked about the kilowatts for years. We're actually coming out with our own product here. We've been doing some research. We we're going to start carrying a different product, but that product that that just measures what you're using can probably be the biggest eye opener of all. Even if yeah. you even if you're not going to put alternative energy into your home, just understanding, you know, that little blue light that's on your, you know, you on your DVD player. Yeah. Your DVD player or your weather station right? or, you know, whatever else, you know, your coffee pot, whatever is what that's pulling throughout the day. And, and from there, it's really just math, right? I mean, right. we're just looking at how many Watts overall. And basically what we would call on that, just like we would on inverters, idle consumption, what it's just sitting there at idle doing, you know, so just relate that to your car. You go turn your car on and you just let it sit in the driveway and idling. It's still using gas. Yeah. I mean, to, to run, it's still using gas. I mean, so, so overall, I mean, it, it that's going to cost you money. So there's certain things, even, even a can opener, for instance, is going to use, it's going to use a little bit of power because it's always got the, it's sitting there with potential energy that's, that's ready to go out. And as it sets there, there's a little bit of drain that happens all the time. Anytime something's hooked up, there's just a little bit of a drain going on with well, it. Well, and that's a, that's a great thing. I mean, even, even if you take your uh, charger for your cell phone, yeah. if you touch that adapter and it's warm, yeah. That warm is not coming from yeah, you know the power. elf on the That's shelf, right. man. He's not yeah. he's not yeah, coming by power. and rubbing that thing with his hands from time to time. Yeah. You know, if you've got warmth coming, you've got you've got some of that idle consumption happening. I wanted to throw out here one of the things I know you and I have done this, particularly when we've when we've brought a new salesperson on. So I, I know we've we've talked at different points along the way. You know, we'll we'll talk about. I know actually we've got a I know a big shipment of DC appliances coming in, but I want to kind of take just a second and talk about. You know, when we when we bring a new salesperson on, we talk about does is even if you bought a thirty five watt panel from us, you know, are you going to defer some of your electric bill with that if you plugged it in? And the answer is yes, yes, absolutely. So. And and when we talk about that and we look at that cost and that return on investment, you're always talking about how many years? Typically eight. Eight years. So if you if you bought that from us, what's a what's a thirty five watt panel? I think they're right now they're sixty four ninety nine. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Forty nine to sixty four. Yeah. I don't remember the yeah, exact total. So you're looking at eight years. So if you bought if you bought that panel or you bought a whole pallet of our 300 watt Canadians, it's going to take you eight years to get your money back on that regardless. Correct. So that's one of the things I always want to talk about when we're talking about reducing your monthly electric bill is that no matter what you do, there is some savings there. Correct. And it's just a matter of to what degree do you want to go into this. And that's one of the great things that we do at Missouri Wind that a lot of the other companies do. You know, there's a lot of great companies out there, and, and putting alternative energy into your home is a great thing. But, you know, if you're looking at a cost of, I mean, what have we seen, $30,000, dollars 
I mean, average when we see the when we see the the going to be installed deal is going to be about about forty two thousand dollars is right. the average, and that's a chunk of change no matter who yeah, you are. That's a that's, you are. that's a, that's a check to stroke. So. And a lot of people see that and like, well, that's really out of my budget. But one of the great things when you look at a do-it-yourself environment, I mean, when we talk about, you know, people people doing business with us, they're usually they're usually doing something around fifteen hundred dollars, right? I mean, that's right. usually kind of the the starting yeah. point with us, and start realizing that that that's really the point. And and obviously, you can come in and buy this thirty-five watt panel, but but you know, fifteen hundred dollars, you can start. You can get a long. You can get a a good start on your. Uh, reducing your monthly monthly electric bill, right, and and that's just solar panels and a a grid tight inverter, and bam, you're done. No batteries, nothing else. You know, put them out in the sun, and you're rocking and rolling. So you don't have to invest forty thousand dollars in this to get going. I mean, that's the big thing. Now, when we when we start looking at some of the other things that we can do, like we we've got the DC appliances coming in. Mm-hmm. So we actually have a whole, we have a whole container of those Literally. somewhere in the U.S. <laughs> right now. They're working their way this way. The DC appliance, which I didn't know till working here, tell me a little bit about that. Like the the things we think we think these that appliances are AC appliances because they plug them into the wall. Most all appliances, refrigerators, microwaves, the the, the entire appliance lineup is. Typically a DC appliance, but they've been, they have a converter that converts them to AC. That's just how an appliance works. I mean, that's, and, and so we have one gentleman that went and bought all AC appliances. Now he was, he was an electrical engineer, a true electric, and he converted them all by just taking out some simple deals in there, which he could explain, but he converted all of his appliances to DC appliances. Right. He rolled them back to DC appliances, you know, and he was having great success. I mean, every appliance in his home, lights, everything was running off of DC. I mean, he was a true DC home, you know, so, so doing that, you know, he saved the cost of an inverter, you know, because that's what the inverter is for is changing our DC power back to usable AC power. And what was, what's mind blowing is we were over at the, what was the expo that over in Neosha? The uh, homesteading expo. Homesteading. Yeah. We were at the homesteading expo. And we carried a couple of our, our carried a refrigerator and a freezer over there. And basically, we were running those off of, what, a couple of 12-volt? Yeah, two 12-volt, a 12-volt battery each. Yeah. And effectively, you know, you could have been running it off of really how many solar panels would that would have taken? And a 300-watt solar panel. 300-watt solar panel would only take one. Okay. On each of the units that we have, it would have only taken one. So you think about that, and that wouldn't have mattered what size chest freezer that was, would it? And if it would have been a no, not for the, the not the, for the size we carry. The big freezer, the big freezer is twenty one cubic foot. We had a we had a nine yeah, over there. We had there. a little few, mm-hmm. one, but, and that was just because. But the but the twenty one cubic foot <laughs> twenty one cubic foot only takes two one hundred watt solar panels or one three hundred watt solar panel. So when you think about that, it's because it, you think you think that thing's a beast and it's going to take forever to cool and all that, but you could. Put a 300 watt panel on that, and we're selling those 300 watt panels for what right now? I'm trying to think. 237 plus Two, shipping. 237. So you take that solar panel, and do you know what those freezers are going to cost when we get the new freezers that we have coming in are going to be around the 
850 to, to 950 mark. And I mean, so right around a little over a thousand bucks and you've got a, a standalone unit that, you know, I know my mom has had, she's had, I don't know about your mom. My mom's just moved a couple of times. She's in her eighties right now, but she's got, you know, she's got two deep freezes. I think that she's carried everywhere in the world with her and, you know, and she's always worried whenever the power goes out. Oh, you know, we got to take care of the freezers. We got to take care of the freezers and, you know, go get somebody to get a generator right. to go run the freezers. But, you know, I haven't priced one at Home Depot lately, but I bet. They're going to be the, that size. They're going to be around 600 to $650, you know. And But they're going to use electricity every yeah. day that you're going to pay for from the grid. or Or you're going to put in a battery-based system with an inverter to, to change that over. And now you have two units to go out. You have an inverter that can go out, and now you also have the, the deep freeze that can go out. But so basically for for this, and it's and it really, we're going to say maybe twice as much. Yeah, but not to stop you there, but this is not the typical deep freeze. I yeah, can't, I'm not putting an apple are, to an apple. Those suckers are right. I'm, serious. I'm double sealed. I've got, I'm, my walls are going to be about a, a five inch wall versus about a, a two and a half inch wall. So everything's just made about double. So there's, there comes in the double right. and it's not double the price. I mean, typically. yeah, but I, I, you know, just to be fair, but, let's just say yeah. if you, but they if are going to be higher. Yes. But, if you, you're paying for a premium system, it's a premium that, that basically is standalone. I mean, yeah. Yeah. You don't worry. You don't run down to the, find somebody to get a generator. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, the electricity goes out there again. You're, I mean, if you had a refrigerator and a freezer that are both, now your only worries about lights and about water, you know, and, you know, we've been talking about cost savings and there's a little few little tricks that you can do. If you're, if you have a, a deep freeze, right. And you don't use, but about half your deep freeze. A lot of people, you know, the, right. Don't feel it all. The they way. don't feel it. You need to go get, one gallon jugs when you when you empty a jug of, of milk, wash it out. Don't put it all the way full because you don't want it to freeze and bust. But put that in the bottom of your freezer, stack cardboard on the top of it so you have a good level base. And that itself is easier to keep that freezer cool because now you have that ice in there that's a solid, you know, that's gonna be actually negative thirty-two degrees. And it just it makes your freezer run more efficiently than having to only freeze, I mean, because the air is, is hard to keep at 32, but products are very easy once they get there to hold that temperature. So that's that's a very, that's a cost-saving so make deal. It, that, make it a lot easier to recover when you open yeah, that. Yeah, it's when you a ton of easy so. to recover, right. So, and so now if you've, if you've got a full freezer, you can't do that. But as, as your freezer, as, as a guy that, that has his own meat processed, you know, you do that typically once or twice a year. And so as your freezer starts depleting from from use, usage you need to start adding that back into it you know so that's something that's a way topping, that you topping it off with right ice. right topping it off with ice and, 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 and really if, putting it underneath that way you don't have to dig through the ice to get back to it and, so. and then as in all things if something happens and you've also got ice right that's always, exactly right i mean now you have and if you say you put 10 gallons or, or 15 gallons of water in the bottom of it you have 15 gallons yeah. of frozen water you know what i mean that 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 is going to be good, you know, when you, when you drink it. So now another interesting thing that we've got coming on that truckload is the solar assist split, right? 
Yeah, it's not just solar assist. It is a, it is a standalone unit. Okay, I thought those were solar assist. No, it is a standalone unit. You can have heating and air via solar with no other electricity needed. So now then, we've taken out your need for having electricity for your refrigerator and your freezer. Well, what's the so what's the solar panels that are on that? How many? The solar panels are typically going to take anywhere, depending on the unit, it's going to either be four or six solar panels of the 300 watt. Huh. But it runs off a 48-volt system, and it just... It's just totally by itself. And it's running the AC? Yep. It'll run it. And, it, and it's going to also, it's not just a, it's a, it's a mini split unit that's also a, a heating unit as well. It's 18,000 heating and 15,000, or 18,000 cooling and 15,000 heating, which is going to do typically about a 750 to 900 square foot home. That's, that's pretty cool. That's pretty I thought, nice. Because I thought it was just assisted when no, we looked at it. It's, it's a straight up, don't even have to hook to the huh. power grid on this one. So if you have a cabin, so can you hook it to batteries though? Can you? You can do. You put you batteries look, in. Them? You, yeah, you'll want to hook it to batteries. You'll want to hook it to batteries. But there again, it's just like any other system we're designing. We're we're using our solar panels to charge our batteries, and our batteries are now running our our mini split unit. You know, and so and so there again, we can get it fairly cheap. Overall, if you want to do a day to day type system, right? Which meaning meaning if your solar panel, if you use a, a thousand watts in the day. Your solar panels are going to replenish the thousand watts you use of a day, but what if happens if the sun doesn't shine good enough? Right. So that's where we start talking about days, days, of, days autonomy. of autonomy. So right. we may have a few more solar panels, and we may have a few more batteries. Just depends on how long you want to be able to run that system without any full direct sunlight on them. You know. So we have one guy, the one of the locals here, Sam, one of our salesmen, technical engineer here. He's very excited about it because he uses a window air conditioning unit right now. Well, and those are hogs. Man. And they just, yeah, they really suck the power. And so he's super excited about it because now, and he lives a total off-gridder. He totally lives off-grid. Doesn't have a power line within a half mile of his home. So he's super excited about it, you know, because this is really going to, this is really going to actually save him quite a bit of, he's already has the panels in place to do it because he already has it for his other air conditioner, not opens up a little bit more energy that he can use for other things, you know, so he's really excited and the, about And it. the splits just as they are, I mean, we've got, you know, we've got the split here in the apartment that we've had now yeah. for about, I guess, about two years. I mean, they're incredible just yeah. the way they are. This is very comfortable, you know, it's a great system period. So yeah. that's just going to be awesome. Okay. Yeah. It, we're, we're really excited about those. That's, that's the, you know, we've had the DC freezers and refrigerators for a while. It was a different brand. This is a, this is our, our brand coming in, but it's, they're, they look to be very, very good units, and we're really excited about them. So give us about another week, week and a half on those, and let the phone calls begin. You know, now another another DC product that we have and we've carried for a long time is DC ceiling fans. Mm-hmm. And those things are, they will kick some. <laughs> oh, they are huge air movers. They really, they're 56-inch or 56-inch fan, all metal blade. They move a ton of air. I mean, that's one of those deals that, and a lot of people think in the wintertime, I don't want to turn the fan on, you know, but as just as in the summertime, heat rises. So if your heat is going to the ceiling and you're down in, on setting on the couch, you'll want to bring that, you want to turn that on a slower speed. You don't want to be on high speed, a real slow speed and turn those fan blades in reverse. And that'll bring that air back down, that warm air back down to the, to the level that you're at. And it can really, really help out with your overall heating bills as well. Yeah. We've had one of those in the, the sales area for years yeah. and they absolutely in full speed, it will just about knock you down. Right. You know, one question, you know, going to that question you had, how do we use our products to reduce your, 
your energy bill. Wes talked about it, you know, those different things. The thing that really needs to stick out in this whole podcast is every watt of power that you do not buy from the electrical company that you produce yourself is savings in your electrical bill. I mean, so when you want to reduce your electrical bill, like Wes said, if you, even if it's, even if it's a 300 watt panel and a microgrid time inverter, that's going to be about 1.5 kilowatts a day that you're not buying from the electrical company. And most average home in the United States uses about 40 kilowatts a day. So you can do the math there. And that's about 26 to 28 panels, depending. And you can kind of, and you can do that one at a time. And, and, and one panel and one microinverter is only going to be, with shipping and all, about $500. So, I mean, you know, that what we talked about getting up to the to totally being away, you know, you, you take that math and you're going to come up with exactly what we told you earlier. You're going to come up with about twelve, ten dollars to $12,000, and you can totally eliminate your electric. And, but the cool thing is through Missouri Wind and Solar, you can do it. A little at a time, you know. So, so th- that's the really that's the really cool part about our company is we're not going to put you in a contract and make you sign it for twenty right, years. Right, right. And your stuff just, is your stuff. That's right. It's yours. <laughs> you do what you want with it. You know, we're just going to tell you how it's going to work and and the average payoff that you're going to see off of it. Probably another big area that we have a a lot of product out with are just just cattlemen. Anybody with ponds, yeah, we do a we do a lot of pond aeration, cattle tanks, you know, just making sure that animals have water to go to in the wintertime. Right. I, I was just noticed. Did you notice that our, yeah. our little yeah, pond right say, here? I was going to say, you know, this morning we came in and the temperature was nine degrees. Okay, nine degrees, and, and it was. I forget what it dropped to last night as we were yeah. watching over yeah. here. So, it was, so it, I mean, when I came into work this morning, the the thermometer said nine degrees. We came in, there's ice everywhere. We've not risen over 22 degrees today, but I go out to our, to our cattle tank, which is actually our pond our little, little pond that we have our fish and stuff in. And there's no ice on it whatsoever. It's a, it's a hundred percent free of ice. There's no ice on it. And when I came in this morning, because the, you know, we use the SunTac system, which is only powered during the, during the sunlight during the hours, there was about an inch of ice over the entire pond. You know, and I went back out at 12 o'clock. And there was no ice on the pond. And I went out actually at 10 o'clock and there was a, there was about a two foot hole in the ice. Same thing in the big pond that we're actually aerating down the way, the same deal, you know? So if you had ducks that you, that you have, or if you had, or just there again, if you're trying to water cattle or horses, whatever you're trying to water, that can maybe free you up from having to go chop ice and let the, let the sun do its work off of the sun tack and the, and the, and our aeration system. And keep that keep that ice at least keep a hole in the ice. It may may not destroy all the ice on a big pond, but it's going to get a hole in the ice where the animals can drink from it. You know, and and take, from a from an old farm kid that used to be the the worst thing that, in my opinion, <laughs> was dad would hand me the chopping axe at fifteen degrees and say, "Go cut a hole in the ice." And that was not I'd, fun. I'd though, flip you so. for picking up eggs in the chicken house. <laughs> <laughs> either one. I don't want to do them either more. But all right. Well, I don't know. You think of anything else? Nope. I mean, just, you know, as Today, far as. The, the, there's tons of stuff to come and wander through our, our store here yeah, to try to figure yeah. out. Uh, but, you know, the one other thing that I would talk about, and, and this is this is kind of our forte and our cup of tea. Yeah, I was, trying, I was thinking about the DC timer and yeah. messing around with it. Is. If you live in an area 
that you have average winds greater than 10 mile an hour using our wind turbine and using a grid tie system. And it's going to be a battery based system. So that's going to give you a little, a little comfort when the power does go out. You'd also have that as well for your critical loads. You can really reduce that electrical bill a lot faster using our wind turbines. So that would be something I would, I would really call our, call our sales engineers here. Let them talk to you about it. It's a, that's a, a system that can, just overall is a great system there. Again, it gives you peace of mind in case of a power failure, reduces that electric bill. It, it just overall, it, it's, and if, if a person likes solar as well, you can add solar to the same right. system. So you can have the best of, of all the world, really. I mean, you can have solar, wind, grid tied, off grid. You can kind of have everything all in one shot. And that is just a really, really good system to, to look into. Yeah, like so we always say, if if the sun's not shining, the wind's probably blowing. That's right. That's right. And and ninety eight percent of the time, we would be correct on that. You know, Crystal just walked out and brought us a a little unit in. It's our it's our DC timer, and this can be a really effective way of reducing your electrical bill as well. If you have a system that doesn't need to be on twenty four seven that you just need it to run on an intermittent deal. Like lights. Lights, lights. In, in your backyard. You can, you can put that on that DC timer. And there again, once the DC timer kills it, there's no potential energy setting over there. And it, you know, basically keeping that plug warm type of deal that, that Wes talked about earlier, you know, out there warming it up. A DC timer is a great way to keep that electrical bill down. And, and Wes said earlier something that I wanted to touch on. He's talked about, the kilowatt meter the or the Harman amp is going to be the new, the newest one that we're coming with. And, and what to do with that there again, that is just a, a unit that you're going to plug into the wall and you're going to plug your refrigerator into it. You're going to plug your toaster, whatever, you, whatever AC appliance that just uses 110 electricity. You're going to plug that into the wall. You're going to, you're going to plug the Harman amp, Harman amp in first. Then you're going to plug your unit into the Harman amp and it's going to tell you what it used over a 24 hour period. Finding those little deals, maybe you find a TV that's sitting upstairs that nobody ever watches. Maybe it's in the guest bedroom and nobody watches it, right? Maybe that DVD player's in there also, and all these little deals. I bet you money it's pulling something. They're pulling power, you know, and and to think, I'll plug those in when the guest comes over, which is every three months. Well, I, and I'll bet you this, if if you got a remote control to it, I'll bet you it's pulling power. Oh, I know it is. I mean, it, <laughs> it's sitting there, it's waiting. If you see a light on it, For one, the light is using power. That's why the light's on. And two, it's sitting there just at any given time waiting for that command. It's kind of like Siri on your phone. It's sitting there listening to you. It's waiting for you to say, hey, Siri, and and so it can take off. So You meant meant to say Google, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. So so Wes is Google. I'm Siri. But anyway. (laughs) But there's the potential is sitting there. It's waiting all the time. It's waiting for that command. And and it's no different than, you know, this... Every TV is going to be that way. Every microwave. Now, I don't re- recommend unplugging the microwave if you have a, a built-in microwave. But but my grandmother, God rest her soul, she's, she's gone. But, you know, I'd go over to Grandma's house, and every appliance in the home <laughs> would be unplugged. Now, but when I looked at Grandma's electric bill, she didn't have much of an electric bill either. So, you know, just in that, I mean, you know, she, was, she always thought it was going to ca- catch fire, but, you know, just in doing that, she really could save electricity and, and did. So, okay. All right. Anything else? That's all I've got. All right. That's all I got. Crystal, you got anything else? I know she got nothing. Lucy's still asleep. So, 
<laughs> I guess that means we'll wrap this one up. So thanks for thanks for following us today. I think we'll try to work on the batteries for the next one. Yeah. And be on the lookout for that. And as always, we appreciate you downloading and listening to us. Give us a like, share with your friends, and we'll keep bringing you new episodes. And thanks again. For we won't we won't give out the name of the user who sent us, but there is at least somebody out there listening that shot us an email. Thank yes. you for that. And if anybody else has anything they'd like to send us, please just email us at radio at mwans.com. Thanks again. Thank you for downloading and listening to the podcast today. If you have a question that you'd like to hear us discuss on the podcast, email us at radio at mwands.com. You can follow us on our website, mwans.com, or subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher. Check out our store at mwans.com and buy some stuff. Buying stuff allows us to continue to produce our educational broadcasts, like our podcasts and YouTube videos. And most importantly, it keeps Lucy's Doggy Chicken Treats coming. Thanks again.